millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I hate to break it. You're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it. We're sure to run around or we're queer. I've got a feeling you're on to something here. I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for hysterical facts about Homo sapiens and all their weird ways, interesting idioms, and crazy kinks. To do this, we've invited the strangest human beings of all, comedians. <laughs> On my left, playing for Twitter pals, are Sophie Hagen and Avery Edison. On my right, playing for The Empire Strikes Back, Pav Rao and Sarah Bonetto. Um, so, Pav Rao, what makes you diverse? Well, first, I'm, I'm vegan. There aren't that many of us. And uh, secondly, on ethnicity forms, on various things, I get to tick Asian other. <laughs> oh, Asian other, yeah. Um, Sri Lankan, my parents are Sri Lankan, so. Where were you raised? Uh, Hampshire, then Berkshire. Oh, the most born, English part of England. I was born in Cambridge as well. You were born in Cambridge. You were born in the most English spot in England, Screen Pleasant Land. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Bonetto. I'm Australian. I'm a lady over 30, so nice to have some visibilities. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> visibilities? That sounded like a... Hey, anyway. Um, I am a vegetarian, so no need to show off, Pav. Like, I know I'm not vegan, but I couldn't give up cheese. I just... Um, uh, yeah. And why is your team called Empire Strikes Back? Well, we're both from empire countries, and we have come back for our stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, isn't it, Pat? The empire strikes back. Brilliant. And Sophie Hagen from Twitter Pals, what makes you diverse? I am a lady, and I am from Denmark. Thank you, they're not impressed. Um, (laughs) It's fine, don't worry. It's just very cool. I speak two languages, never mind. Um, I am a vegetarian when I'm sober. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting worse. 
<laughs> so we've got vegan, vegetarian, vegetarian, when so. Well, I, I, I eat like fish and like, you know, cow, but apart from that, <laughs> I'm very good. Uh, yes, apart from that, I uh, like long walks on the beach. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I really don't think I'm fuck off. That's it. Avery Edison, how are you diverse? I am a transgender woman, which is very zeitgeisty. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, carnival, full-on carnival. And why are you called Twitter Pals? Well, actually, funny story, Deborah. It's because uh, <laughs> in really yeah, yeah go away. Because uh, I was actually a stalker of Avery, where back in 2010, 11, 11 that you know of, uh, since you were <laughs> since you were born. And uh, so I, I emailed, I found her on the YouTube, and I emailed her, and I said, "Your comedy means a lot to me." And you're, uh, I'm now considering changing the way I do comedy. And I did. And now we're best friends. <laughs> I will note, Sophie, yeah, you, you emailed in 2011 when I was doing lots of comedy and sort of on the way up. And um, uh, I did a set the other night for the first time in literally two years. And Sophie regularly appears on, on television and comedy <laughs> stages across Europe. But so, you inspired her, so I think yeah. it's your win in so a way. It's the real victory, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I a, believe that a victory like that pays the rent, Avery. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's not a fiscal yeah, victory. Sophie, Sophie has just promised me 5% of her earnings. So. It's brilliant. Well in, in done. Theory. <laughs> I believe that's binding a, a if it's said on the podcast. 5%. Great. And making sure that none of these facts are too much fun, please welcome in Pedant's Corner our lovable doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick. <laughs> and on keyboard and vocals, the melodious Mark Hodge. Thank you. Uh, Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? Well, um... Radio listeners probably hear my voice and I sound like another kind of white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, which is kind of the case, but I am stood behind a podium. So in that way, I'm different to anyone else in this room. So, so you've got a mansplaining lectern, basically, yes. and that gives you diversity. Brilliant. Uh, Mark Hodge, how are you diverse? It turns out at the age of 32 years old, my immune system has suddenly started misinterpreting pollen and so I've been treating myself for hay fever for the first time in my 32 years. The other thing which makes me diverse is that I lie compulsively about my age. So you're not 32, is what you're saying? We were at university together, you know that. Well, I'm 32, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Don't start telling people we went to university together and then revealing your real age, because I've kept mine a very inconsistent secret for some years. On every episode of Global Pillage, our hive mind creates a special piece of music unique for this show, a jingle, if you were, from the hive mind of the audience, Mark Hodge. What I need is one note from A to G. We'll start here. B. B, OK. I thought you said me, but that'll do. That's fine. Very good. Good note, sir. Thank you. Good choice. And um, at the back, orange dress? Uh, G. We've got a cuckoo. OK, that's good. And anyone else? Red shirt here? Red T-shirt? Nice. Liking it so far. And... That's like a finger exercise from when I was three. All right, good. And this is how many years ago? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I need one more. Mm. 
Do you know what? I was just thinking that what you meant to say was F sharp, wasn't it? Yeah, I just got, I just, I could sense intuitively that you meant to say F sharp. Okay, so here's our jingle for the day. Okay, I think you, I think you can play So the first round today is on stereotypes, very specifically international stereotypes of the British that we don't know about. Um, I know, I know, there's going to be some revelations here. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first. So fingers on buzzers, teams. In Thai football commentary, all the national football teams have a nickname. The Italian team are called the Macaroni Men. (laughs) The French team are called the Perfume Men. What is the nickname for the British team? The Empire Strikes Back. The Empire. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Do you have anything to add to that, Sarah Bonetti? Uh The Lobster Beach Men. <laughs> the Lobster Beach Men. Twitter pals. Uh, they seem to be food themed. Is that what we're. Well, at you least get mac- macaroni men and the perfume men. Perfume oh, isn't the food Wait, in most. Do you not drink perfume? <laughs> Not currently. Uh, I'm going to say the boiled vegetables. Like the running sausages. The running sausages. We're going to go with the boiled vegetables. <laughs> okay, hive mind. Hive mind over to you. Bacon. Oh, uh, I heard meat and two veg. I heard the beer men. Nice. What was from over here? Bacon. The bad teeth men (laughs) or the bacon men. Okay, so if you think it's the meat and two veg, buzz now. If you think it's the bacon men, buzz now. If you think it's the beer men, buzz now. Or if you think it's the bad teeth men, buzz now. Okay, you went for the bad teeth men. It is, in fact, the gentlemen. Which, coincidentally, is what we call our own footballers so, uh, <laughs> so often in the press. Yeah, it's, it's very common in football commentary um, with all national teams, and we got away with it pretty well. Uh, the German team's nickname is the Nazi men, still. <laughs> still. That's, this is the Thai national football commentators. It isn't Somewhat me. deserved. In <laughs> well, in we 2016. Oh, I know. We've got to let it go, guys. We've got to let Second it go. Second, you turn a blind it eye. Really, it really, yeah. In Malaysia, they refer to a British person as a Matt Saleh. Matt Saleh. M A T, first word, S A W L E H. What does it roughly translate as? Empire Strikes Back. Is it a sunbather? <laughs> a sunbather. Sorry, Benetto? Is it a red lobster? <laughs> I'm going to say that for every single answer this whole show. Yeah. Uh, I hope we, some sex questions come up. Are you going to go with red lobster or sunbather? I think this is the, the time for red lobster to shine. Red I think lobster. we're going to commit to that now. Okay, Twitter pals, what do Malaysian people mean by Matt Saleh when they talk about a British person? I'm thinking Matt is... Does that mean white? I'm, I'm unilingual, so <laughs> if it's not British, I have no idea. <laughs> white... But <laughs> that, was the, that was the first one again. A white mind. butt. Gen- gentleman. The gentleman. <laughs> the gentleman. Okay. Across Hi. the world, we are known as the, the gentleman. gentleman. Okay. So does it mean uh, red lobster or gentleman or hive mind? Naked ape. Naked ape. <laughs> oh, interesting. Sunburnt. Sunburnt. White devil. White devil. Okay. <laughs> hive mind, you've got three to choose from. Is it naked ape? Buzz now if you think it's naked ape. 
Buzz now if you think it's sunburnt. And buzz now if you think it's white devil. Oh, they've gone for white devil. They've gone for white devil. Actually, it means drunken sailor. <laughs> Presumably, Ned Sedgwick, uh, that's because that's how they saw the British, because yeah, they turned up as drunk sailors. Kind of turned up, pissed on the beaches, preparing for kind of Corfu 2006. Um, <laughs> And it's kind of stuck, yeah. Interestingly, the um, white devil is a kind of rough translation of one of the Chinese terms of white people. I think Lu Bai Wen. I think it's white devil or pale white ghost. It's one of the two. Yeah, that is it. Interesting. So, Hive, hive, mind you, you had the right answer to a different question. (laughs) What stereotype do Australians have about the English that the English don't know about? Uh, I'm going to go to Twitter pals. Twitter pals. Twitter pals. Uh, they're extremely not criminals. Uh, <laughs> not convicts. They're anti-convicts, the ones that didn't break any laws. Yeah, okay. exactly, yeah. The, the jailers, the persecutors, mm-hmm. something along those lines, maybe, yeah. Great. Uh, I'm going to stay in the uh, British delusion department and uh, say that I, my guess is, and this is not coming from me, this is uh, someone else who said this. Uh, <laughs> so don't blame me. I think they might be saying that you guys are uh, like a tiny bit very unattractive. That's <laughs> not my words. Is, is that in fact a Danish stereotype about the English? It is, uh, I believe, internationally. <laughs> Could I just check with it? There is a Danish person in the audience. Is it a stereotype that English people are unattractive? (laughs) Obviously, yes. Obviously, yes. Obviously, yes. Teething does come up across the world about you Teething, but there's no offence. Like, I like you, and I have dated a couple of Englishmen long-term, like, longer than... You know, like long enough to not be, you know, like repulsed by your teeth. Like, but it's cool. It's totally cool. But we do say that about you. One of the things that uh, often stops me from going out in public is my fear of people looking at my awful, awful teeth. So I'm really glad this has come up. <laughs> uh, hive mind. What stereotypes do the Australians have about the English the English don't know about? Are there any Australians in? Half. You're half Australian. Half Australian. Yeah. Do you know any stereotypes? Um, I'm, I think. I think my family thought they, we didn't wash. Didn't wash? Are you happy to go with don't wash? Repressed. Repressed, okay. Okay, so buzz if you think it's repressed. Buzz if you think it's don't wash. Oh, Ned Sedgwick, which way did that go? Um, I think it went towards former. Went for repressed. Unfortunately, it is don't wash. They don't wash and they smell because they don't wash. Can I just say mine is also true? <laughs> like I've asked, I've asked people. <laughs> Sophie, you're sitting next to me. Um, can you confirm whether or not the British wash? <laughs> I can confirm that one has washed. <laughs> Last week, thank you very much. <laughs> Every week, whether she needs it or not. It came out of the fact that uh, in Britain, a generation or so ago, people didn't wash every day. You know, that have a sort of weekly bath. And when those English people migrated to Australia, they kept having that weekly bath, except in Australia. Well, it's the temperature of hell. Uh, So Australian people tend to wash at least once a day. And English people, of course, would keep up that tradition of just having the Friday night bath. Um, And so, of course, smelt. And that's where it came from. Of course, these days, it's pretty similar. (laughs) Okay, and that's the end of the round. Uh, 
Uh, Twitter pals and Empire Strikes Back, both with a polite no points. Hive Mind have a very content five points. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase, which we have literally translated into English, fingers on buzzers? In Serbia, they say, you're ripping clouds with your nose. Uh, Twitter pals. Is it like arrogance? Arrogance? Like you have your nose into the clouds? You have your nose in the clouds. Okay, Avery? You're doing the backstroke on <laughs> a swimming pool in a high-rise. <laughs> right. Oh, or an Englishman has walked in and he stings, so you have to <laughs> just get your nose as far away. Right. Not, okay. my, not my words. No. Uh, okay, so which one are you going to go for? The, all an English, three. All three. Okay, okay, you're putting all three on the table. You're technically not allowed to do that, so your points may we be are reduced. We so... Uh, Empire Strikes Back. You're ripping clouds with your nose. Do you have a cocaine habit? <laughs> <laughs> cocaine habit? Yes, but that's not what she was asking. <laughs> sorry, wait, wait sorry. edit, edit. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Mum. Are, are you asking me if I've got any gear? Because usually, usually comedians ask that in the interval. They don't usually... Or before the Very show. Upfront and it's true, it. they do usually go straight to Deborah. Uh, <laughs> if anyone's like, she's the guy. I did do a gig with you once where you stood on oh, stage. No, 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 no. Like, we're really not a drug like, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I just say, I confessed that in your secret show, which you said was never to be spoken of again, well. much less in a beautiful concert hall, much less in front of this audience, much less on a podcast that will be played to my mum. <laughs> and um, also to someone you nannied since they were free, who's yeah, also okay. on the podcast yeah. that you can't edit it out. That person's me, by the way, if that's not clear. Yeah, that's um, true. You yes. always told Who me is it? Who is it? wrong. I went to university with Mark Hodge and I nannied for Ned Sedgwick in Pennett's so Corner. In the spirit of kind of but nepotism. Can I just be incredibly clear? When I nannied for Ned Sedgwick, I was on my gap year. 
and he was quite old. Basically, I was seven. I was seventeen, and he was sixteen. Is, it was, and, you, and you didn't give me any cocaine for that entire time. So we can be really clear. I feel a bit robbed right Deborah now. Francis White, not a drug dealer. In fact, that's the name of your next show, isn't it? Can you please stop? No. Oh my God. We're going to have to edit all of this out. You were seventeen. This is why you do live shows because no. you get the special edit point. It's true. If you'd also, it you know off, that she's a dealer. Would, so nobody would know. You made yourself guilty. I was like, oh, that's a funny joke there. Deborah's not a drug dealer. But now you're like, we've got to... Yeah, you know how it is now. We've got to get rid of this stuff. No, 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 no. I liked it better when I was your nanny. And I could tell, <laughs> I could tell you to shut up. I think uh, that it could mean that you're extremely tall. Tall. Tall or coke habit? Which one are you going with? I mean, come on. Tall. You're going with tall? Hive mind. If in Serbia someone says you're ripping clouds with your nose, what are they accusing you of? Lying. Lying. Anyone else from the hive mind? Sniffing too much. Sniffing too much. Same as the coke habit. <laughs> Snobby. Snobby. Okay. Are you going to go with lying? Buzz now. Sniffing too much. Buzz now. Oh, no, they didn't. Even the man who suggested that didn't go with it. <laughs> And snobby go now. Uh, in fact, the Twitter pals had it right. You're arrogant. Yeah. Arrogant. Yeah. But because they went for all three, they only got five points for oh, that. Yes, Sorry, Twitter pals. Hedge their bets. In Germany, they say, I only understand train station. What do they mean? Twitter pals. Uh, uh, is it something about... Um, I don't speak... That language is that is that like a saying like oh the you know like when you learn Spanish and you're like donde está la biblioteca and you're like oh I got library I think <laughs> any Spanish people don't correct me pretend this is right <laughs> and that could be like a thing like someone going blah blah and you go oh all I got was I, is that true could that okay <laughs> is it is it I speak a language ineffectively. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back. I only understand train station. What does that mean? I just want to be real clear here. Um, who allocates the points at the end of this round? Ned Sedgwick. Do I get points if I come up with a really good name for what your job is on this show? You Deborah know was really proud of the Doctarian. Uh, <laughs> so Doctrinaire. Doctrinaire, yeah. yeah. So um, in the interest of keeping her on board before we go to Glastonbury together so I can get a bit of a discount. Uh, <laughs> not a drug dealer, like not, be real clear. Just, just make that clear. The thing Nanny. is, it makes it real tough to this edit that original running, conversation seriously, out. Seriously, this is a running it, gag that has to be edited <laughs> out. I know, yeah, see? No jokes in it this does, show. This makes it really tough if we keep referencing it. it. Yeah, sir. Not a drug dealer. This has all come about because when I was at the Edinburgh Festival, somebody called my phone when I was in a performance bar and thought I, and they had the wrong number and thought I was a drug dealer. And then that escalated and uh, one thing led to another. And suddenly there was a big rumor going around at the fringe that I was a drug dealer, which apparently hasn't, hasn't left me. Apparently that's still a thing. Anyway, um... I only understand train station. <laughs> what does it mean? Pav. Is it that you're on the right tracks? Oh, on the right tracks. That's, that's our final answer. Okay, hive mind. I only understand train station. It's a bit complicated. It's a bit complicated. Oh, I can't drive. I can't drive. <laughs> oh, that's good, isn't it? I can't drive. It's wrong, but... Oh, no, sorry. No, that's good. It's good, it's good. Uh, poker face. Yeah. <laughs> 
impossible to edit. It's in the show. It's in the show. All right. Uh, so I've now forgotten all of the hive mind answers. The first hive mind answer was. It's a bit complicated. If it's a bit complicated, buzz now. If you think it's uh, I can't drive, buzz now. Uh, it deserved more. I'm sorry. I kind of gave away that wasn't it. Uh, and the last one was I'm not a drug dealer, buzz now. <laughs> You've thrown yourself under a train for the sake of the gag, haven't you, audience? And I love you for it. I have to say, I love you for it. Uh, in fact, it means it's all Greek to me. It's all Greek to me. What does that mean? Because um, that sounds like what I was saying. No. Yeah, no what I was right. saying was everything you say sounds like the language of Greece. Yeah, all right. You can, you can get some points. That's what I was I trying think to that's say. a good, good answer, Sophie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in Spain, they say, I'm giving you pumpkins. What do they mean? I'm giving you pumpkins. Uh, Twitter pals. Uh, don't invite me to your birthday party. <laughs> because I'm giving you pumpkins. So don't invite me to your birthday party. Avery, are you happy with that? Is it, is it, a, bit, is it a bit like when Scouts are like, hey, 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 and you're holding a big pumpkin? <laughs> is it, is mean, it, is it when somebody... I, I only know about our culture from the Harry Enfield show. <laughs> so... What you're saying is a Liverpudlian guy who does big hand gestures like in Harry Enfield. Yeah, it's, it's a gesture. It's, it's a, a gesture. body language thing. The, it's so like, that hey, person come round to your house, and by the way giving you pumpkins I'm going to be holding my hands like this the entire time right okay alright yes we have a third one again, again. Uh, lying I think it's lying like I'm feeding you shit I'm giving you a pumpkin okay it's going right? to piss off the pumpkin lobby <laughs> which one are you going for last one lying <laughs> last lying. one lying lying okay the empire strikes back how are you striking back um, I think it's I'm going to scare the crap out of you I'm going to scare the crap out of you, like a Halloween situation. I think it means I'm going to get you so pregnant. You're going to be way down. <laughs> and also, note that it's plural, so they're going to be twins. Um, I'm giving you pumpkins, I'm going to get you so pregnant. Which I, one of those are you going for? No, we're going for Pavs, because uh, he's a grown-up. <laughs> okay. Hive mind, I'm giving you pumpkins, what does it mean? You're dumped. You're dumped. Okay, you, so you go, are you going with I'm dumped, audience? Buzz now. You are correct. Uh, are you... I find, are you also Spanish in that part of the audience? No. No, you're not. She has been dumped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> by Spaniards. Were you, were you dumped by a Spaniard? Is that what happened? No. Did, was it just a guess? How, how did you know? It was just a guess. And we had real Spanish people in, and you did nothing to back her up there. No. But did you, did you know that? Yeah. It's a common thing. Yeah. Why did you not speak up? Well, Deborah, you're not a teacher. No, you're no, not I'm just... You're not her nanny. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm just, I was just interested. <laughs> I was just interested. Why didn't you... You didn't know the answer. <laughs> We've lost Deborah. Interested. I was just interested. Anyway, sorry. And that's the end of the round. The Empire Strikes Back have a shy no points, and uh, the Hive Mind and Twitter pals are tied on ten points. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their culture or family background. Audience, if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would be super. The Empire Strikes Back 
What is your question for Twitter pals? Okay, in Australia, if you're tipsy at a party and someone offers you a dink, D-I-N-K, what are they doing? Can I ask, is Deborah the person making the offer? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, genuinely fuck the fuck off. (laughs) God, this is going to become a thing for the rest of my life. Uh, Maybe you should have thought of that when you... Yes, thank you. Do you, you uh, want me to delete the hashtag that I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've favoured that and retweeted Okay, that. It's uh, really huge. They what, all have. Given that I'm not the person offering the dink, what does a dink mean? I was, uh, was going to say, is it like, come on, mate, you're a bit drunk. Let's give you a dink. Let's give you a ride home, eh? Is that it? Uh, the accent no, was correct. Yeah. I think we should points, have points, points for, for the, the accent. accent. Yeah. Good accent work, yeah. But also, it's... Cause do they drink in Denmark if you're really drunk and someone says anything to you? It's, do you want one more? <laughs> so that, but it's Australia. Oh, this is Australia, so... Yeah, is it... Oh, you've, you're a bit drunk. You've clearly just arrived. <laughs> <laughs> it is not that. Uh, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... It. They yeah. could say, uh, they, oh, do you want a dink or I'm going to dink you? Are you mispronouncing drink? <laughs> you know what? I think I've been doing that all my life. How weird is that? I am not. Uh, also, this is something that can happen to tipsy slash drunk people at a party or children. Uh, you, uh, you, give, you call their parents and tell them that they're too tipsy or too playful if it's a kid. Oh, yeah, I'm going to call your parents. What a good answer. Is it correct? Unfortunately, no. What um, is it? Dinking is specifically a bicycle thing in Australia. Uh, to dink a friend means they sit on your handlebars or the back of your bike and you cycle them home. So I'm going to dink you to school or I'm going to dink you from the if park. They're, if they're only a bit tipsy, you send them home. Oh, no, a lot of people like, oh, don't worry about driving, mate. I'll dink you. Give you a dink. Oh, so it's when a very drunk person... <laughs> rides a bicycle with an even more drunk person on the handlebars. (laughs) And that way it's safer. That's right. Okay, Twitter pals, do you have a question for the hive mind? In Denmark, when you say, thank you for coffee, what do you mean? Um, It could kind of be like, um, get out of town or, um, that's crazy. Get out of town or that's crazy. Anyone got anything else? I never want to see you again. I never want to see you again. Okay, <laughs> audience, are you going for I never want to see you again? Buzz now? Is it I, I never want to see you again? Which is sort of similar with Buzz now. Or get out of town, that's crazy. Buzz now. Yeah, sensibly buzzed what the Danish person said. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, so that's Hive Mind points. Hive Mind, do you have a question for the Empire Strikes Back? It's it, it's a it's an Israeli thing, uh, and they say you're putting sticks in my wheels. In Hebrew, they say you're putting sticks in my wheels. What does that mean? The Empire Strikes Back. Um, in this instance, sticks means penis, <laughs> and wheel means vagina. I did year eight biology, guys, so I'm pretty down. I know I'm not married, but I've read about it. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I think it might mean you've scuppered my plans. Uh, what do you think, Pev? You've given me a terrible disease. 
Okay. Were they correct? No. What does that mean? It means like you're disagreeing with me. Like, stop, like, stop, stop putting sticks in my wheels. Like, you're stop, disagreeing with like, stop, me. Stop, like, stop putting sticks in my wheels. A disease right. that disagrees with people. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it just? And it's the end of the round. <laughs> The Empire Strikes Back with an improved five points. The Twitter Pals still on ten. And the Hive Mind running away with it with 25 points. 25 points! Diversity in action. The next round is the World War II sexing round. During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters were being censored. So, for example, Norwich stood for Nikazov... Ready when I come home. <laughs> this is the round where we realise that our generation hasn't invented anything, including sexting. And we've not built anything except podcasts. Um, can you work out what this abbreviation stands for? Malaya. Malaya. M A L A Y A. The Empire Strikes Back? Mama. All right, llama and you argument. <laughs> okay, and uh, do we have an entry it's from that? It? It's from, that from the uh, Twitter pals. My ass looks at your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Mine looks at your ass. High mind, high mind. Mine's a large. You as well. Oh, very good. In fact, it was my ardent lips await your arrival. <laughs> I, I think Obvious ours was the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> the final round is the smash the patriarchy round. <laughs> yes, that's people cheering to smash the patriarchy. For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships. Thank you. <laughs> Are we talking about um, Mark and his hay fever? And and throw off the yoke of oppression. This is also known as the stick it to the man round. This round may only contain one question, but it is worth double points. So if you are the losing team, this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man. But if you're in the lead, you do have to please understand you are now the man. You, hive mind, currently are the oppressor. What unusual move did some Stonewall rioters make to throw the police off their game in the middle of the violent protest? The Twitter pals. I think they got naked. In my fantasy they did. What did they do in real life? And they got naked. Uh, Do we have something from The Empire Strikes Back? Um, Yeah, uh, they um, drew all over themselves with uh, the 1980s um, marker pens, Invisible Ink, and then they became invisible. um... Do you know when Stonewall was? It was 1969, it was not 1980s. Avery? Uh, I actually saw the Stonewall movie by Roland Emmerich. What they did was all be straight white men (laughs) and therefore were indistinguishable (laughs) from birds. Hive Mind, what did they do? The Stonewall rioters in order to fox the police. Show tunes. Anyone, anything else from the Hive Mind? Dressed as police. Dressed as police. Okay, Buzz, if you think it's dressed as police. Buzz, if you think it's show tunes. You've gone with police. It was, in fact, show tunes. Uh, They formed a chorus line uh, and they sang and danced to the tune of uh, Tarara Bumdier, like the Rockettes, and they did high kicks. No, not until I say their tune. (laughs) We went over this three times. And I said I was going to point to you. 
It's the hay I'm fever, Deborah. I'm the fucking Deborah. patriarchy stopping a gay keyboard player <laughs> playing and shouting at him not to. I am the patriarchy. I hate myself. Andy's got hay fever this week. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have hay fever? Because you've been sniffing a lot as well recently. <laughs> She does, but she's got a real neat fix for that. Okay. No, that was the last one, guys. They, they formed a chorus line and, like the Rockettes, sang and danced uh, to the tune of Tarara Boomdier. And the lyrics went, We are the Stonewall girls. We wear our hair in curls. We wear no underwear. We show our pubic hair. We wear our dungarees above our Nelly knees. And the tune went like this. Empire Strikes Back in third with five points. (laughs) Twitter Pals coming in second with ten points. Which leaves the hive mind the clear winners with 45 points. Big ups to the winners who pillaged the globe like fat Vikings and moral victory to the losers who kept... Oh, sorry, sorry I've, I've so forgot. I'm so sorry, I so forgot that you were a Viking. It's really awkward. It's like you should have, the hat should have given it away. We don't need to be. I mean, we did fine. We're fine. Okay. <laughs> Just take the piss. Be thankful we only mentioned that you pillaged. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Big ups to the winners. Who pillaged the globe like fact-finding Vikings and moral victory to the losers who kept their colonial hands to themselves? Please give it up for Pavreo, Sarah Bonetto, Sophie Hagen, Avery Edison, Ned Sedgwick at Pennant's Corner, Mark Hodge on keyboard. I've been Deborah Francis White. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 